0: Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the 28 and Up podcast. How you doing, honey? I'm
1: doing great. How are you doing?
0: I am doing good. How was your week?
1: It's been a really good week.
0: Yeah, it has. We're kind of right in the middle of getting ready for next week.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> excited about the week coming up. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're uh, actually going to go up uh, to North Carolina to see our uh, oldest son, Corey, and his girlfriend, Kylie, and uh, we're going to uh, hang out at the uh, North Carolina State Fair. Yep hopefully do some hiking and hopefully not get any (laughs) frostbite. that's a real thing or not but yeah
1: (laughs) it's not yet but i know how you feel
0: right yeah Mm. i feel like it's gonna be really cold yeah
1: so you are definitely not used to cold weather
0: anymore Uh, no 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 i'm not i don't think we are
1: no i I, I would agree
0: (laughs) (laughs) so how was your how was your weekend good
1: yeah we um do this weekend we had We'd, watched football all weekend
0: yeah, basically we play soccer watch football you didn't really do a whole lot yeah, yeah.
1: packing just packing, getting ready yeah, getting
0: ready yeah so there's a lot to process and do when you have dogs and kids and you know not yeah way, you know just to kind of get everything ready you know yeah
1: it's been kind of yeah.
0: a, a little bit of a process it has it has so what are we talking about today
1: so today we're going to talk about letting go of our toxic traits
0: <laughs> sorry i think i'm taking a drink <laughs> um letting go of our toxic traits i like that i like a toxic i like a good toxic trait
1: yeah well we all have them so (laughs) (laughs) or we or at least we've had them we may not have them now but we've had them
0: (laughs) exactly it reminds me of uh like the sopranos and like tony kind of going through therapy you know and um and one of the uh his therapist whenever she was talking to her therapist or her family. They would talk about like manipulation and narciss- being a narcissist, and yes. you know, which is a toxic trait. and yes, You know, and being much. a basically a stone cold ki- a stone cold killer, right? You know, and stuff like that. And where <laughs> and where did those come from? Mommy issues, daddy issues, right? Was, all the things. so that's what it, that reminds me of those toxic traits. Yeah, that's so. really funny. So yeah, how did we? Uh, so over the last few weeks, we've been covering uh, some things that got us to this point. What were those?
1: Yeah, so um, we started off with. To- um, kind of identifying what those roots are in our life, those, um, where, that toxic, where those toxic traits come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then last week we talked a lot about um, being self-aware and how that's the first step in overcoming the behavior that, that it causes. Yeah. And so this week we're going to talk about letting them go mm. um, in a good way and we'll give you some good tips on how to do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so, so what are some prime toxic traits you think people walk through?
1: Well, I think, you know, the biggest one is pride. Mm. People don't even realize how much that creeps up into their lives. It, it kind of comes out in the form of, like, control and, yeah. um, you know, just wanting everything to be their way and not, um, not allowing, you know, any, anything else to, you know, to flow differently or be flexible. Pride is a, pride is a, a tricky one because it, it creeps up in a lot of areas. It
0: is. And, and, and you know, one of, those, one of those things I think we've all learned growing up and and I don't know where this generation is, like our kids' generation. But I know where it is in our kids' lives. I can't speak for every kid, mm-hmm. but um, that old adage, uh, "Put pride in your work," right? Yeah. And so sometimes we think about, um, like I'll never forget when I worked at LeGron's IGA in Plant City, Florida. Oh gosh,
1: uh, like a thousand years my, ago. Right
0: <laughs> when I was in uh, eighth or ninth grade, my uh, my manager Don. First night it was my night. My first night closing, and I was mopping like one of the aisles. And he came by and he goes, that looks terrible. And he goes, he goes, Re- re-mop it. He goes, put some, he said, put some damn pride in your work, you know? Yeah. And he goes, oh, even if you're just mopping this floor, just own it, put pride in it, and, and which makes sense, you know, when you're working and you're doing something. But if you think about that and you, and you take that whole pride into not just work, but in our life, mm-hmm. you can see how that can become very toxic because everything comes about I and me and what I'm doing, and so you become very prideful of those things, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's good to have, like, a good work ethic. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not good when that turns into, um, like, a negative pride.
0: Yeah, yeah. It can very, like you said, it can be very, it can be be a very slippery slope to get to. Yeah,
1: it really can, for sure. Um,
0: so, and I like some of the other ones, too, because pride can lead to negativity. Yeah. It can be a very, you know, what what's the character from Winnie the Pooh? with the dark cloud oh over. Eeyore yeah you know like oh here we go again you know I've talked about it before my mom yeah. had that Yeah, she, she's a very negative toxic trait Yeah. oh three steps forward eight steps back this is part of you know it's my lot in life right, you know? I know and like
1: oh my gosh
0: <laughs> you know yeah
1: it's hard to be around people like that <laughs>
0: it, it is yeah yeah. What else you What else you think?
1: Commitment issues are a oh, big one.
0: Oh yeah. So if you're like in your mid forties or mid fifties and you're single, still ready to mingle, you have commitment issues. I
1: mean, that's not always true, <laughs> but um, you know, there's lots of reasons why people say single. Yeah. But um, that could be one of them. Right.
0: That could be, that one, could be c- one of them. commitment issues. And not just to kid, not just to being in a relationship. To maybe you're you're married and you're that's the biggest commitment you've ever made. And outside of getting a bank account and a job. You know, and but you don't want to go past that commitment and you don't want to stretch yourself to be committed to a kid or two kids and your wife or your your yeah, husband. You yeah, yeah.
1: It could and it could yeah. manifest itself in lots of ways. So that's a good example.
0: Yeah, and when we talked about manipulation, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um and like you mentioned at the beginning, manipulation and narcissistic behavior. Uh-huh. That is uh happens to so many people and um you just they just often don't even see it in themselves
0: yeah i you know what's funny is there's this one i'm probably gonna uh uh, toxic masculinity right Mm -hmm. and that's a that's a very toxic trait not to use like a double word but you know but i think but i think so many people put that kind of negative negative thing on being a man or being a i don't know if it's like a Woman think too, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying, and so yeah, and so it's all kind of how you view these things too, right yeah
1: it yeah, it actually goes back to not just our behavior but our thought process right. and our mindset
0: L- a lack of humility, yeah, uh, I really like that lack of humility, what does that look like?
1: so you have someone who's very boastful about themselves, mm. you have someone who's all about it kind of ties in with the pride thing, it's almost like a like a byproduct of pride because yeah. you want so badly for everyone to see you that you don't care about what else is happening around you or you don't care how that affects everyone else.
0: Yeah, it's almost like if you've made it from the bottom, you know, and, like, you you made it further in life than anybody thought you ever would, and... Um, and that lack of humility and that pride sets in, and you can't think of anybody else but the things that you've done and how you got here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know? Or, you know, you're not even paying attention to the people that you've yeah. knocked down in the process. Yeah,
0: oh my gosh, Because
1: yeah. so many people can get hurt with that.
0: Well, and it goes back to that whole, like, we talked about uh, that, that negative personality. Not a lot of people want to be around to somebody, not not a lot of people want to be around somebody who lacks humility.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and, and that's and that's very... You know, it's a very toxic trait that you're like, oh my gosh, I hate to go hang out with this person. They're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you know where that comes from too? Not just coming from the uh, starting somewhere and going all the way to the top. Sometimes, you know, quite honestly, and we'll get into our, our stuff here in a little bit, but mm-hmm. for me, I, you know, not a lack of humility and pride, but I think all rolled into one because I was an only child till I was like 15 in yeah. my entire family. So, I was very prideful, I was very boastful, because mm-hmm. I got everything I wanted. you know I knew how to manipulate my aunts and uncles, um my grandparents, uh, all three of them, yeah, all three sets of them for sure, except for one set of them, my papa and daddy, they were not <laughs> you could not <laughs> you couldn't do it to you
1: them could
0: not do it to them oh, gosh. you can catch a whooping in a heartbeat, you know oh, yeah. with some hands, but you you're could so not great. <laughs> you know um but uh <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, but it's one of those traits you kind of pick up if you're an only child because. You're getting everything you want. So it's a, it's one of those products of getting everything you want, yeah. right? Yeah. It's almost a byproduct of negative success.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Know?
0: Yeah, so, 100%. Yeah. So um, can I ask the first question?
1: Yeah, go for it. Love it.
0: What kind of behavior or trait or thought process continues to pop up in your, Dorothy Edgerton, mm-hmm. <laughs> relationships? And so if you're out there listening, you know, just replace Dorothy's name with your name. You know, what kind of... Toxic thought or uh, what kind of behavior, uh, what kind of trait or thought process negatively uh, in a negative way, translates into re- relationships you have now. Right. You know. You
1: know, for me, it's um, and I and I've gotten much better about it uh, over the year, over the these last couple of years, especially because I've identified it. But for me, it's negativity in general. Mm. I tend to be a very half empty sort of negative outlook kind of a person
0: what, what does that mean
1: like when i look at you know it's like kind of like that old saying or is the glass half full or half empty because right. when the water is halfway it's either or uh-huh. and so for me i look at it like it's half empty instead of it being half full um it just means i'm not always looking for the positive things i'm not always right. looking for those like what pops up to me when someone says oh i want your feedback my instant go-to is, here, let me give you all the negative things that happened. Right. Yeah. Instead of, ooh, here are all the good things that happened. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it's, like I said earlier, it's hard to be around someone who's negative all the time. Right. And what I was finding was that um, that was the case. People were like, well, you know... They stopped
0: asking for feedback. Not just
1: asking for feedback, but you almost don't want to be in close relationship with people who are always negative. But
0: but what does that look like in a relationship? Like if somebody, so what does that trait look like, you know, in your friendship world or in our world? Because I don't experience that, you know? Right. Actually, I experienced the exact opposite, (laughs) you know? But yeah.
1: Um, I I think it's because they, my friends were constantly encouraging me and showing me, Mm. here's what, um, here's how, like, almost like, It was their way of saying, here's how you should be more positive. Instead of looking at it like this, why don't you look at it like this? Yeah, yeah. And that constant affirmation from Mm -hmm. them helped me see, I need to stop making my outlook so negative. That's
0: good. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And we'll get to some more about our friends and being in a community with people here in a little bit. You know, I think for me, when I think about that question, what kind of behavior, trait, or thought process continues to pop up in my relationships um i think communication you know i i'm an over communicator <laughs> and not everybody is like i like to know what's going on not because i want to be in anybody's business because i just like to know what's going on that way i can have a um like if we're going to the store if we're going to the mall or we're going to hang out like i, I kind of need to know like the layout of the land so i can mentally prepare because at heart yeah um i'm not an extrovert at heart you know, I'm more of an introvert at heart. And so sometimes I need to get my head wrapped around it so that extrovert in me can get kick started, right? It's almost right. like drinking a monster like I am now. Yes. Monster energy. <laughs> um, we drink it all. always drink monster energy before we podcast. <laughs> Hashtag monster energy. Zero sugar. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh... Selfless plug. But, uh... Selfless plug. But, uh... But, yeah, that's one of those things I need to get my head wrapped around, right? I think another one for me, too, is... um um, there needs to be, this needs to be, uh, uh, they, they, I don't want to say this. Um, I've had friends in the past who've been too possessive of my time
1: Yeah.
0: of, um, and stuff, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and um, uh, of like, Hey, I want all your attention. I want to go do this all the time. Yes. I know you have a family and I have a family and a wife too, but. I don't want to be around him. I just want to go do this all the time, you know? I'm like, bro, I can't, you know? And so there's all these, like, it, you know, it, it becomes so possessive of my time mm-hmm. that I start to feel like, you don't. Know, it's cool to hang out with you and stuff and to be around you, but you're not respecting any of my boundaries, any of the things that are so important to me way beyond our friendship, yeah. you know, that you're willing to, and you're not even respecting your wife and your kids and stuff like that, you know? And so I think that's one of those products for me, uh, one of those things for me that um, that I think I need to have those boundaries, and I mm-hmm. and have great friends who who have to, who have boundaries, you know? Yeah. They're not shy about saying them. So that's one of them, you know? Yeah. And, and I think the the last one for me too is a fear of disappointment. You know, uh-huh. having a lot of disappointment in my life. You know, it circles back to my mom and my dad. Um, we go back to mom and dad issues, you know,
1: right, absolutely.
0: Um, that fear of disappointment, you know, yeah. of especially if it's friends that um, maybe you started a business with or maybe you're doing other things with, and there's certain expectations that you think you have and maybe they have, and there's that fear that, oh, you're gonna disappoint me. Um, because I have high expectations of myself in all in these different areas. Right. You know? Yeah. So absolutely. there's this constant fear, am I gonna be a good enough friend? You know, am I gonna be worthy to be your friend? You know, all those yeah, things. Yeah, it actually
1: know? really comes back to that one really comes back to self worth and do you know your value? Yeah. Because um it's important if you don't, or mm-hmm. you you know you struggle with it in any way, then you then you may be constantly you know trying to meet everyone else's expectations. Yeah. And for some people, I know this isn't you, but right. for some people, they turn into a people pleaser that yeah. way. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that can be really yeah. difficult.
0: You know, but but honestly, I've 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 had seasons where I've been a people pleaser, uh-huh. and quite honestly, it feels so refreshing to be out of that kind of season. Yes. Where I could. Yeah, I don't want to say it's Not that I don't care about people, people's feelings and stuff like that. <laughs> right. Because I do. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to say something that, just to please you. You know? Yes. Um, if I disagree with something, I'm going to wholeheartedly disagree. And if you don't like it, then that's cool. You know, we can have a debate and discussion about it. I'm not going to change my my, my my feelings. I'm just not going to say things to please you right in that moment especially Absolutely. if i know i th- it, in my heart i think it's wrong you know? yeah well
1: that's a that's an exceptionally healthy way right. to look at it because when two people don't agree usually they um have like a dispute or you know they start mm-hmm. feeling negatively toward yeah. each other and what i love about that you do is that you no matter what you guys are talking about or having conversation about, you're not going to let it change how you feel about no, that person. yeah no,
0: no, no. Like no. that's
1: just a viewpoint, a concern, a question. Has yeah. nothing to do with them yeah. personally.
0: Well, it's almost like one of my, you know, probably just you know, I've like I said I have a few close friends, and one of those close friends of mine, uh, Andrew Burke. He, uh, he, whenever I'm mad or in my feelings, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it doesn't matter where we're at, movie, softball, church. <laughs> in the store, hanging out, it, it, the setting does not matter. But what matters, so he gives me, if I'm in my feelings or I'm, you know, ticked off or I'm mad, he gives me, a, he gives me like, like a minute. Maybe sometimes it's 30 seconds to get over it. And if I don't, he will like, he, he doesn't like punch me, but he gives me the old slap in the old, uh, you know. Oh, like my, a cup check. Yeah, he gives me a good cup check, you know. <laughs> and usually I, I, I can see it coming and I block it, but it makes me laugh. Yeah. You know, and so that kind of gets me out of that. Yeah. You know, so that's what you need. You yeah, know, absolutely. so yeah.
1: Yeah, um, it's important to have um, good friends in your life.
0: It is, and that kind of leads to that the, the next part of that. Yeah. Once you identify where you're at in, in this uh, in this spectrum, right? What do we right? Do next?
1: Then we have to do what what I like to call spring cleaning. Ugh. And I think about it that way because whether you actually have the these um, behaviors or patterns going on in your life right now or not <laughs> like we need to regularly check in and do this kind of cleanup on ourselves. yeah
0: that's really just good. like you
1: do once a year for your house or you know whatever that looks like and i don't even know but i know we do it way more than once a year but you know what i mean <laughs> like right. the deep the deep clean
0: yeah um
1: of your of yourself
0: it was almost like uh, last year or when it was maybe a year and a half ago now um your like we had family come in just to spend like an hour or two. Who was visit like your sister and your mom? Yes, you know, and your aunts came up, and so like we paid. We're not bougie, you know. We just had a little extra money at the time, and so we um, we had our house cleaned. So this these ladies yeah, came we in, paid
1: for a professional house
0: cleaning, deep cleaned everything.
1: Yeah,
0: and it was amazing. It was so it,
1: wonderful. It, yeah. it was, I wish I wish we had money to do that all the time. <laughs> right, I really do.
0: Now, listen, look, uh, like if somebody who's out there is listening and owns a house cleaning business right. and you want some free advertisement and we can work out something, right. let's do it. You, you know? We
1: will make that happen. But, you know, when I
0: think about spring cleaning, I think about something my mom used to do at least once every six months. Mm-hmm. She would she would deep clean the house, too, you know, or maybe every 30, 40, to, you know, every few months, but she would move the furniture around. Oh, yes. And so sometimes that's what it takes is your deep cleaning Sometimes you got to shuffle the, the the furniture that's been in the same spot, yeah. you know, to different areas. So it's almost like not talking about friends or anything like that. It's just some deep needed changes in our life. So that we can, like, as you shuffle things around, the important things versus the, well, this doesn't hold any weight or this is not important anymore. So I'm going to move it over here. Or,
1: uh, hey, I might donate this and toss it out. You yeah. Know? like, well, you, you know, might we, just get rid of it. We're
0: not donating and tossing our feelings out. I mean, we but, can. Right. But <laughs> We're talking about our traits. Yeah. And, you know, we're starting to spring clean those, right? Yeah. And, and get them out. And we go, wow, this is, I, I, I've been, you know, you know, I've been a prideful person, you know, and, and I'm through with that season. I'm throwing that out. You're right. You know, I'm throwing yeah. that in the garbage, you know. And there's something else is going to pop up, you know? But you know it's there, and in you're in your sprinkling, and you're moving those things around so that one trait isn't – one bad trait isn't dominating – all the good traits that you have as a person. Right, right. Disrupting
1: know? the the the, um, the difficult behaviors, yeah, I guess, is absolutely. another way to say it. Yeah, um, But one of those ways, and you mentioned it earlier, um, this is where your community comes in because this is a really cool exercise. Mm-hmm. I know you and I do this for each other, yeah. and we've got friends that do this, but I don't know that everybody does this. I agree, Um. Yeah. So what you need to do is invite a friend, uh-huh. a really close friend, a friend that you love or your spouse or whoever, to um, kind of sit on the other side of you like – have have them sit and point out to you all of the negative patterns <laughs> and negative behaviors that you've been experiencing. I you know that they've been ex- giving off in the last, say, six that, months it, that, or so. That you've been giving off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so wh- here's here's what it is. It's painful to have yes. someone sit there and tell you all of the d- you know all of the negative things about you. Yeah. But it's a really it's it's like holding up a mirror. It's really yeah. good because we don't always know um, what we're like on the other side of us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know? no, absolutely. And and that's really good if you have some people that is are willing to do that for you consistently. Yeah. But, you know, who are there not to do all, just not just for those things, but also to pick you up, too, and, and put those pieces back together.
1: Absolutely. You
0: know, um, they give you, hey, this is what it's like when you're in a bad mood. You know, like, oh, my gosh, you know. But, hey... Here's what I do when I'm in a bad mood. This might work for you, or it might not. You know. Yeah. So I think it's one of those two way things, right? Because if you're on the other side and somebody asks you that, don't give them like, "Hey, this is what worked for me," and and I know this will work for you, so you got to do it. You right, know, right. just just encourage them to say, "Hey, listen, this is what I've done in the past, and this has really helped me." You yeah. know, um, maybe you could take and it's and it's taking pieces of those things to help to help that person on the other side too. You know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I know um what's really cool is like um being able to do that for someone and then, you know, like I don't know about guys, but I know for girls at least. Um it's kinda it can be like a cry sesh. Like, hey, I didn't even know that I was acting this way because sometimes you just don't know, you know, that you were even being like that. Yeah. And it, it doesn't always happen in the moment. Like sometimes they're afraid to tell you in the moment. So it maybe mm-hmm. it's like two months later and you're like, Hey, Talk to me. Help me understand a little bit about how I've been behaving. Yeah, you know I've been having these feelings. I don't know why they're there, but maybe Mm -hmm. you can help me. And then they can kind of walk you through, like, oh, well, this is what you did. This is what you said. This is what you sound like. And here's how other people are taking it. Because you don't always take. You don't. When when I say something to you, and this happens to you and I a lot, um, I'll say something to you, and then you're like, oh, whoa, wait. (laughs) What's going on here? What right. did, what did I do? Or yeah. why are you acting like that? Yeah. And I'm thinking, why
0: are you coming in hot? Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> and I'm thinking, I I mean, I didn't even mean it that way, it right. just, but it it comes off that way because of my personality, and so right. sometimes that can be a difficult thing. Yeah,
0: you you, you know, too, and sometimes, but that's not I have that's not all, that's not who your personality has always been, right? But it's been over right. the last however many years since you had your stro- has have, 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 yes. have had your stroke. Yes, and so. Knowing that, especially in a relationship, you know, whether it's marriage or in, you know, a long-term relationship or friendship. If, if, as a friend, you've went through something traumatic Mm -hmm. and it causes that kind of, you know, as a person, you went through something traumatic and it causes some kind of, not as as extreme as brain injury, but a, um, but maybe it's a, you know, a breakup, a divorce, something traumatic. It triggers something that, of how we react to people in this situation. And so when you're sitting on the other side of that, knowing that, hey, whoa, this is not how this person used to act, you know, or how they used to, well, I wonder what's going on, you know, and then kind yeah. of peeling back that, going, oh, okay, this is why it's like this, yeah, you know. For sure. So yeah, that's a, you know, it's always important questions to ask. Too, yeah, you no, know?
1: that's really good.
0: Um. And, and FYI, when when guys get together, we don't do cry sesh. I don't <laughs> even know what a cry sesh is. I couldn't imagine saying, "Hey, bro, let's let's get together for a good cry sesh." What? <laughs> What is wrong with you? You're so funny, <laughs> I love it. You know, <laughs> us dudes, we might get together and smoke cigars, you know, or or drink a drink a cold Mountain Dew together, you know, or or drink a king of beers together, you yeah, know. There you go, Budweiser. If you're out there listening, you are the king of beers. <laughs> McGulty, I love you. You have zero calories, you know, in your small little cans, you know. <laughs> Maybe I'm tagging not all these, I'm, I know, not I'm tagging, I'm tagging, I'm tagging, everybody. I'm tagging all those folks in our social media,
1: Sounds
0: great. Let's do it. <laughs> but no, but, but what's funny is like, guys, like we will hide that inside. And then there are moments when they start to come out. Right. Um, they, they could be, they could honestly guys cry a lot, you know, maybe it's in a shower, maybe it's by yourself, Maybe you're you're work, you're you're talking it out with another dude mm-hmm. and you're in the dark you know and that's a great like because you're sitting outside and it's dark and you can't see the person sitting across the table yeah. you know out of the patio and you're like you know so you're trying to deflect your voice be like that's good bro. <laughs> that's <funny. laughs>
1: Okay, that's your version of a cry session. I like that. That's good. So you actually do have it. It's just different.
0: That's really good. <laughs> so now, yeah. You know,
1: that reminds me of the way that you and I do that for each other mm-hmm. is because... When we do it, we often can't see each other. Yeah. Um, you're either in the shower behind the curtain right. yeah. or we're in the car and we're both facing right. opposite from each other. But, not opposite, but away right. from each other.
0: Yeah. It'd be bad if I was yeah, driving. Please <laughs> don't drive off
1: in the opposite direction. That's not
0: what I mean. We don't live in another part of the world. But, but it works with us in our relationship. Yeah. And, and that's the key in a marriage, in a friendship, in a, um, especially in a marriage. Yeah. You know, you're trying to find the, where is a great communication. Point, you know, yeah. and it's not that you know I need to see your face, or I need to see all the emotions, or you need to see all my emotions. Sometimes you can hear that in my voice, right? But just talking it out, whether it's a, a you know, a, a glass door or you know a foggy glass, you know, in the shower or a curtain or whatever, or you're driving and yeah. you know you got your sunglasses on at night and you're just driving and you're hashing it out, but you're you're hashing it out, you're getting to it, you know, yeah. and, that, and that's the main point of 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 this whole spring cleaning is getting to it. So you move the furniture around and you're deep cleaning all the all the stuff, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And then yeah. um, once you've moved it all around and you've got the deep clean going, you've got you've got somebody there to help you deep clean because you can't deep clean on your own.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: right. What do you do with it? Um, awareness is useless without action.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: the next part is to implement a plan of intentional mending.
0: Yeah, you, you know, part of that, and this is a word you'll hear us say a lot, and it's actually a symbol I have on my arm. It's a Hebrew symbol, um, not that you can see it. You it's know, it's his tattoo. It's, yeah. it's one of my tattoos, and it, it's, um, and it's this Hebrew symbol for restoration. Right. And it, and it's one of those words that just not just in our marriage, but in our friendship and in other friendships in our journey in life. We needed restoration. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I'm gonna tell this story till the day I die. You know, because it's it's there in the book of John. For for anybody to go back and listen. And it's in John twenty one. You see Peter, who needs restoration, going through some trauma because he had some toxic traits. He let his pride, he let his um he let his let me go through his his pride, his negative, his commitment issues. His manipulation and lack of humility, yeah, to detect him, to derail what Jesus was trying to do, and even when Jesus said, "Hey, this is what you're t- going to do," his pride said, "No, no, 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 I'm not." You know, yeah. so Peter needed restoration, and and you see, no matter how they got there, you see Peter's going to go fishing, and 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 his and in his guys, his community, you know, said we're getting in the boat with you we're getting in your dirty boat with you yeah we're gonna go fishing you know and then at the very end when jesus and, and peter are sitting around a campfire with the rest of the disciples he asks these three very basic questions do you love me do you love me do you love me right you know and at the very end um the very last love that in the greek that jesus uses is um is agape love he uses uh philly uh, uh, philea love which is brotherly and then the other type of love. And then the very last one is agape love, which yeah. is that self-sacrificing love. You know, so uh, so in restoration, that's where it starts at. People in your community, mm-hmm. but people willing to give you restoration. You can seek it, but if people don't give it to you, there's no good to to you, right?
1: Well, right. But you at least know that you've tried. You've at least extended yeah. the, um, like, the seeking is important. Like, if you go to seek forgiveness and seek restoration, mm-hmm. Um, I would say 99.9% of the people are going to give it to you Yeah, because that if you're seeking it with a genuine heart and you're really coming to them and saying, yeah. Hey, I'm sorry that because I acted like this, you felt this way, or I treated you badly, mm-hmm. or, you know, here's what, like, I mean, your mom came to us several times, oh, many, God. many times, yeah. apologized, seeking forgiveness. And we always Forgay forgave her. her. I wish she would
0: have gave to us before she... Died on the couch and left her house away. Really? Okay, okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway y'all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But seriously. I love you, mom in heaven. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but
1: no, but I mean, that's the thing. Like yeah. if we, as long as we seek genuinely, then we yeah. know that it, we've we've done the right
0: it, thing. It, 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 wouldn't you say nine out of 10 times, maybe eight, eight out of 10 times that when you're going to somebody to to say, hey, will you forgive me in this area? Especially if it's been a, a day, an hour. That they have in their heart forgiven you, but, you know, so because forgiveness isn't about the other person, it's about you. Right. And so, sometimes they've already moved on.
1: Yes. You know,
0: but they're very appreciative, like, man, thank you so much. You know, I really appreciate you apologizing. Yeah. You know, we're good, you know.
1: It it really means a lot to people. It means a lot more than most people think it yeah. means until it actually, until that interaction happens between the both of you. Yeah. So I think it's a really cool moment. The well, I, I love that word restoration, mm-hmm. especially when you're talking about two people in a relationship, yeah. whether it's a friendship, a family, you know, a spouse yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It It's just this amazing like blanket of grace that yeah. covers everything and says, not only do I forgive you, but I welcome you back into our relationship. Yeah. And it just, it feels so good.
0: And, and, and that's kind of that, the the from John 21, 1 all the way to the end of the story. Yeah. That's what Jesus is doing. Right. He's giving them a blanket of grace. Yeah. You know. And and, and because Jesus, uh, because he's God, knew the begin knows the beginning from the end, he knew all that stuff was gonna happen. Yeah. You know, and he gave Peter the, the, the opportunity to do that. And that's the question, are we giving other people opportunity to do that? Are we gonna take the opportunity to do that?
1: Yeah, you know, that's really important yeah. too, is when someone comes to you and you're on the other yeah. side of that, I mean, you know, I would I would offer like i said offer the forgiveness offer the restoration because it's hu- could, it's a huge step that they're doing that they're coming out and saying thank you or i'm yeah. sorry to begin with. I mean and we all know how that, how hard that
0: is. Right but not only that but think about it when you're like hey um i you know um i want to uh i want to uh you know hey think about it you know hey i need to forgive somebody have i been able to forgive people and so put yourself in that position you absolutely. know absolutely
1: Yeah, now the last part, just really quickly, is Mm -hmm. if you have trouble doing that, um, you know, on your own, or, you know, the person helping you do your spring cleaning, your friend or whatever, your spouse, isn't enough, and you're still finding yourself stuck in that pattern, the best thing to do is go see a counselor or a therapist. Oh, huge.
0: Absolutely. Listen, don't be, if you're a dude out there listening to this, listen, it's really okay to talk to somebody. Yeah. You know, um, mental health is real. Mental health is, it will drag you down and into this dark alley. Don't be afraid to feel like if you feel like you have nobody, you have somebody that's out there.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and then the, you know there's there's all these free apps, there's all these free things, even at work even, even at your job that you know they offer they will offer some kind of employee assistance yeah. for you to talk to. Yeah,
1: most, most employers do yeah. offer that. And there's lots of ways, like you said, if you don't want to sit down one on one with somebody in person, mm, yeah. there's a lot of virtual yeah. options for counseling nowadays.
0: And, and and listen, if if you're out there listening, you need somebody to talk to you know, hit Dorothy and I up on our social media. Absolutely. And um, and we would love to either point you in the right direction of a good counselor, because we know a lot of them, or, yeah. you know, maybe we could just sit together and, and talk, yeah, you know? so absolutely. So there you go. Is that it?
1: Yeah, that's it for today.
0: Good deal. Well, honey, that was good stuff. Appreciate you uh, um, putting all this together.
1: Oh, it was fun. I it love it. It was
0: fun. All right, well, y'all have a good week, and we will see y'all later.